Saunders, and welcome back to a possible episode of Outlaws Wanted. In this little mini-sode or trial episode, we're going to be playtesting a new system of rules for ship combat because none of us were feeling great about them. We're going to be doing it in character and in a way that makes sense within the narrative. So if we decide this is entertaining to listen to, we're going to publish it. And if we decide it's not, then we won't. And you'll have never heard this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you're hearing it, that means this episode was funny enough and good enough that we wanted to post it. So. Or what would be funny is if we decide it's not, not good enough, we'll just, it'll just be blank at the end so we'll just say like if we thought it was good enough we'll publish it we didn't say it was good enough here's half an hour of blank audio we'll just put in the synth wave i was gonna say if we don't if if it's not good enough i figured we just put it behind a patreon wall really make people (laughs) there you go yeah one patreon wall that unlocks bad content okay so all of you are back and healthy again after your last mission you're all sitting around at a like lounge in the homestead when your uh, warden, who's like the guy that gives you just kind of your orders usually, comes up and plops down next to you. His name's Grizzle, by the way, in case you couldn't remember. Well, hello, crew. How are you? Hey, Grizzle. Oh, hello, uh, Grizzle. How are you today? Well, I will I will level with you. I've been better, kind of. I've been reviewing the tapes, as it was, of your encounters in space. And, you know, everyone has room for growth. And I feel like your crew needs to work better out there in the stars, he says and gestures grandly. I would agree. I think uh, less bomb options would make our team function much better and much less. Oh, no, no, no. Bombs are fine. Bombs are fine. But we have a new kind of system of of how to command a ship that we want you guys to test out. Now... We've thought about a couple ways of doing this. We have some very advanced VR systems that we can hook you up to with haptic responses and all that. They can basically make you feel like you're on a ship while sitting comfortably in a chair. Uh, But those are expensive, so what we're basically going to do is put fancy glasses on you and throw you out into the middle of space. So if you shoot lasers and stuff at simulated enemies, you're not doing any damage to anybody. Sorry, we're going to be in space? Yeah, you're really going to be in space. And, um, like uh, on a on our ship, right? On your ship. Oh, okay. You'll just good. be shooting at nothing, oh. but it'll feel very much like real combat once you wear these glasses. And he hands you like some kind of chunky glasses that, like, Google cardboard <laughs> in Sharpie have written on the side of them: "Emergency Combat Simulator." <laughs> It might be that it was bad enough that we had to figure out a way to train our crews for space combat. So, anyways, good luck. Get on board your ship and have a great time. Just so you know, things will get worse. Our goal is to see you guys fail and find out where you crack. Okay. Great. Sounds like a oh, just a lovely time, Grizzle. Right? It's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to watching it. Anyways, have a great time. Bye, guys. And he hands you four glasses and leaves. So I think we get into our ship and... Pop on our glasses. Cool. So you all pop on your glasses and immediately almost nothing changes other than there's a slight purplish tint and some text pops up uh, just hovering in the middle of your vision. It simply says, proceed to mission destination, defeat all combatants in like flashing purple text. It gives you a course 
to like warp two. It happens to be in the middle of absolutely nothing space. Gotcha. Uh, we warp there. Yeah, I was gonna say we, we warp there. We we do that. Okay, cool. You fire up your phased antimatter drives, and while you are on your way there, you have a moment here to talk about your strategy as a crew. What do each one of you want to be doing? Where are you sitting when ship combat starts? If you are dropping into an area that you know is hot, like you know things are about to be bad, what are all of you going to be doing? I will be at the helm. That's my standard place to be. Yeah, Jyla is going to be in one of the guns. We have two, and she is going to be in the... We have one that targets, like, does ship damage and one... They both can do some amount of damage. One of them is better at reducing shields. One of them is better at knocking out subsystems. How does that work in our new system? Um, So one of them, when it's in the first third of the like hit points it'll do double it'll do extra damage ah okay the other one once it's taking out subsystems when it hits a subsystem that subsystem is offline not damaged okay i see okay um so is somebody else gonna be in the guns with me or no uh sully doesn't really use guns um i think sully um is often in well, there's not engine. I'm looking at the thing. There's not engineering. There's like the engine room or there's... There's engine room. I think Sully's more the science terminal of like playing FTL where he's like optimizing power stuff. That makes sense. Like that's initially what he would do to like... Actually, no, he'd be at the sensor array actually. Okay. Yeah, sensor array or science station, they're similar. So since the one gun is better when we first start mm-hmm. firing on them... Can I, can Jyla like switch guns in the middle of combat? Does that like take a turn? It doesn't take a turn. Any of you can switch to any subsystem. I was going to say, if we are getting into, if, if we're not trying to like jettison out of there and there's not currently anything uh, that has taken damage, I think Vi is going to be on the other gun. Cool. Okay. Um, And then like, as things need to be fixed, she does kind of jump around. Okay. Yeah. But the initial like dog fight she's gonna be on the other gun so i think vika should be on the shield one because presumably we would both do damage and by that point ideally get low enough that jyla on the subsystem one would be they would be low enough that that would be more useful i agree i agree i think that makes total sense so i guess for listeners the one of the main components of the new way that we're doing this system is that our ship now has like range bands of damage. Um, so the first range band is just doing straight HP damage to the ship. The second range band um, lower is we're taking damage to the ship like hit points wise, but then also um, damage to subsystems. So they're going to be, we're going to be taking like disadvantaged rolls when we use them. And then, the lowest range band of damage we're still taking hp we're still taking subsystem damage but then we're also taking personal damage to our characters and that is bad and that's bad okay so all of you know where you're sitting oh so something i do want to ask you about is on this ship how do you guys imagine this looks so you know when we talk about a show like the expanse right they're basically all sitting at different versions of computer terminals but then you think about star wars and they actually have like pods that they sit in that are connected to the guns so like how abstract do you think the computer control system is within your own ship i think for the science terminal and 
the sensor array. They're next to each other. And in my mind, they look very similar to like an old like telephone board jack thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like very old Star Trek vibes here, like switches and plugs and stuff that are lighting up to give right. status information. It's also like very, very utilitarian, I think, with um, it being an old... Imposition ship. Imposition ship, where it's like... I feel like, it, especially the science tribunal, it's like, you're meant to know exactly what they're doing. Like, there are labels, like, it's just lab- like labeled A, row A, and then numbers on top, where it's like, you, like, connect plug A1 to B45. There's no, like, nice scrawling anywhere on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Is it kind oh. of like how, like, meteorological info is all in, like, shorthand jargon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's got all these abbreviations and stuff, and, like, when you're in that field, you know and, like, read that, but if you're an outsider just trying to read the in the National Weather Service thing, it's Yeah, weird. so understanding it's really difficult. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's, like, that, except the opposite, where it's, like, not really in-depth, it's just, like, too simple, because, like, the imposition people, like, have, like, technology integrated with their suits and stuff, which just kind of, like, does it for them. At least that's how I imagine them. Um, no, I like that. I think that's good. At least that's that's the two stations I'm at. Okay. So what about the uh, what about the weapons and the helm? So I I imagine the helm. I, I mean, this is just a product of my of my air quotes upbringing. <laughs> I imagine it being just like a smooth terminal, um, aka uh, Star Trek, where I push buttons, just simple like touchpad buttons to move the ship around. I imagine that it had, like, it used to have an older style interface, but that's the first thing that Malcolm upgraded was the helm to a system he's more familiar with. Oh. Mm-hmm. In the Galactic Alliance. Oh, so that kind of, that's kind of cool. It's like, yeah, it would be like where there used to be maybe like a more classic cockpit with like joystick and stuff. You replaced it with a very sleek, Star Trek-y looking. Yeah, he replaced it with a Galactic Alliance style helm. I like that. And integrated into the system. That way it's it's more familiar with what he knows how to operate. Yeah, that's cool. Jyla and Vi, tell me all about these guns. Did you have a strong image in your mind, Mandy? I mean, you guys could each have your own version of each gun. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Um, I, I guess in my head, I always kind of pictured it as um, Star Wars-esque based on kind of how we ended up uh, designing the ship because we have them kind of like on opposite ends of a hallway at the very least, they have to go to like those areas to shoot, and so I think they're they're at least partially, if not completely, connected to the weapons. That makes sense. Um, did you have any other thoughts about that? Um, I was more thinking about the like when you're sitting in that room, what you see, and I think you can flip between um, like a a view screen of like what the space looks like with some zoom so that you can see ships, mm-hmm. but you can flip between that and a more digital rendering of the ship's approach and your trajectory and that sort of thing. I like that a lot. On a more personal note, does Jyla keep a picture of that bomb, that trash can bomb she made like <laughs> on the side to keep her going when she's shooting? <laughs> I did refer to it as my child, didn't I? Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you were very maternal with the bomb. So, um, okay. So does everyone feel good about where they are? 
Yes. Yes. Solly's at a phone phone board. That's is that what it's called? What are they called? I don't know. Switchboard. I get you. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. So as you were all sitting there, the um, navigation indicates that you have reached your definite destination, and you drop out of phased antimatter space into complete emptiness. And then, like as all of you are looking at your view display screens, you can see again in like a shimmering kind of purple aura a ship just kind of render itself into space. Like it looks like it's been loaded in. Like this is a video game Uh and immediately alerts start blaring and the ship begins to maneuver towards you with guns armed. What does everyone do? Um, can I, uh, use a combination of, I want to roll weird for this, but I want to use a, like I'm using like my like force or not force my space powers to like reach out and, like, feel where the ship is in space. Okay. Kind of thing. But I'm using that to help augment, like, where I'm directing Jyla and and Vi to shoot at. You know, I'm using it to get basically get, like, hyper-precise readings. Okay, that makes sense. You could say, like, um, precognition, right? Like, you know where the ship is going to be, so you're able to aim better um, given that it's... Right. Yeah. And, and like, the the space magic part is, like, making it more accurate than it should be. You know, like it's, like, it's a difference between, like, usually, like, people give this in, like, degrees, and I'm giving it to, like, tenths, hundredths of degrees, you know, like. Right. You know exactly how this ship is going to move. Okay, so you're sure that. I got a six. Uh, okay. Um, so I have a question about the difference between helm and captain's chair. Yes. So thing is malcolm is pretty much the pilot of the ship yep. but he's also the captain i guess how is that how are they different places okay so imagine like on a spaceship there's probably some type of autopilot right so you could set the ship to like do just generic combat stuff right like maintain course and heading right and then you could go and try to negotiate, but what you can't do is be flying backflips while trying to negotiate with the other people. That makes sense. And what it also is, is that if, like, your ability to communicate, so the captain's chair is basically your ability to communicate with that other ship or coordinate your crew better, that's the, like, mechanics that the ship chair, the captain's chair has. If that gets damaged, you can still fly the ship fine. You just can't talk to that other ship as well anymore. Okay, I understand. Malcolm is going to uh, move to the captain's chair and try to talk to these other ships because that's that's going to be that's always his first move anyway. He's trying to negotiate away from a fight, even though he knows this is simulation. He still is going to do what he does. No, I mean that makes sense. That's good. I mean that's that's the way his character is. Yep, he's going to send a hail out to the other ships and be like, "Hello, this is uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn of the Honor." Um, I noticed you have your your guns armed there. Uh, is there is there a problem? Um, roll me your negotiate check first, and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> that is an eight. Um. Okay. So for an eight, I said, oh, okay. So the GM gives you a hard choice, and this is including the possibility of increasing heat with this faction. Yeah, I rewrote that part, but it's the sa- it's basically the same as what you had. Right. So. On a seven to nine here, basically the choice is going to be you can try to talk to them right now. And like this simulation is smart enough that it would recognize like your your bid for peace in this case. It would see it as a weakness, right? Like you knew you were going into combat. It was basically told to you the ship is aggressive and you're still trying to talk to them. So think about like doing that to a Klingon, right? They would be like, oh, these people are, you know, 
pitiful. So either here's what can happen. They're going to do a little bit of extra damage, like one extra damage, but they will get the status effect of reckless because they consider you to be a weaker target now. Okay. Like you basically kind of earned the ire of them, which is going to make them fight stupider. But it will mean that in this initial fight, they'll do a little bit more damage. Okay. Then, yeah, I do that. Okay, cool. So then we'll get hit, and I'll be like, guess they aren't interested in talking. I guess we go in guns a-blazing. So uh, let's do the thing, right? So go ahead and hail them. I mean, I did. That was my... I, I said the line I was saying. Oh, no, I was... Okay, okay, cool. So all you would hear back then is just like a static kind of silence, and then... We are programmed to destroy you. We will destroy you easily. All right, I guess here we go. Guns a blazing. Found by me. So Jyla is going to deal damage at the weapons. Okay. Oh, so you don't have to specify what subsystem you're targeting. It just happens. What do you What do you mean? Can you explain that? When you guys fire on an enemy ship, you just fire on the enemy ship, and what subsystem gets hit is random. Same for you guys. Oh, okay. Do I need to go first if I have the gun with the shields? It, it'll it'll be fine either way. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. Because it'll be, our moves will all end up simultaneous. Yeah. So it'll be, gotcha. you guys will have a pool of damage you're attacking while the shields are up. So yeah. Gotcha. So then I add, do I add anything to this roll? Oh, you would roll plus gun. What do you want your gun's tag to be? Your weapons are supposed to have a tag associated with them. I mean, I want to make cool, a joke that if it, this is a gun that Jyla exclusively uses, it would be charm, where she like talks to it the whole time. <laughs> you know, like, like you know, like how they like act like people like talk like yeah. you know, like mechanics talk to ships. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like engines and like that like coax them to thing. Like, I feel like if this is Jyla's gun, she would talk to the gun like shooting bombs. Like. Well, my charm is a zero and my cool is plus two. So <laughs> I think generally. Ranged weapons are considered cool, and like close combat weapons are considered tough. So that is a fourteen. Okay. Oh, oh gosh. All right. I want to add that to the ship thing to say that these weapons are cool based. Um, and Vi, do you want yours to be cool based as well? That or tough. So whichever one you think is more appropriate. Uh, cool's fine. Okay, so we'll just say both of them are cool. All right. Okay. So both of you roll plus cool. That's an 11 for me. Uh, okay, cool. So you guys both managed to trip your tags, uh, which means you are doing three, four damage. Yep, because we getting a mixed success would give us one damage and getting above a 10 gives us two damage each. Right. On a seven to nine, you hit. I would make a hard move and you could use a tier one tag. On, a, on the rolls that you guys got, you would hit. I don't make a hard move. And um, you could use a tier two tag. Right now, your guns don't have those just because you haven't bought the upgrades for them yet. So the only advantage between um, a partial success and a full success is whether or not I get to do something bad as a result. Oh, okay. Yeah, and our and our guns have like a specific damage amount to them. Yeah. And then I'm assuming like we, this is where we need to we need to actually like write it down uh, I do. better. And with the okay, we have it. Yeah. Okay, I just don't have it up. Um, and so like I assume that for the da- for the one that does damage to shields, the, it would have a tag of double damage against undamaged vessels or something. Shield like interference that. is what I called it. Okay, yeah. yeah, something like that. But effectively, it does double. It does an extra damage. It does one extra damage. Yeah. So total, you guys did one, two, three. Three damage, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Vi. Uh, <coughs> Vi puts her hand up to air high five <laughs> across the hallway. Earlier, Zach gave you guys a tag of, or a status effect of predictive plus one. You could 
use that predictive plus one to Did help I? You. I rolled a six. Oh, you failed that. I totally forgot. I just wrote it down. Never mind. No status effects for you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote it down when he said it because I was like, man, that's really good. I love this. I'm into it. Oh, thanks. Instead, I just have a hard move to spend. Okay, so what does it look like when you guys fire on a ship, right? Like you're cruising towards each other and you both basically kind of turn guns blazing to fire on each other. What does this look like for you guys? Well, Sully's sitting at a switchboard just waiting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do like lights flash on your switchboard when the other ship goes by? Like, or is it just like readouts of location? I think it's the ugliest you can imagine. Like, (laughs) you know how like space combat is meant to be cool and fun and exhilarating? Mm -hmm. Every Everything about that is taken out because this is like uh, imposition ship. It's like, this isn't meant to be fun. This is just life. This is a, a Tuesday morning. Gotcha. <laughs> Jyla has personalized her, like the gun that she usually uses. So like the, the whole little room um, has just like personal touches. Like she has um, lights hung up. Like the fairy lights, you know, she's like pumping in music (laughs) to her little pod. Um, It's like a very comfortable place for her. (laughs) Is this where Jyla sleeps? No, she has a sleeps in her bomb workshop. Yeah, she has a little hammock in there. I forgot that she has a hammock in there. Yeah. All right, Vika, what about you? Um, I think that we've hooked it up so that Vika can also hear Jyla's music. Yes. <laughs> Generally, that like her room is definitely the engine room, so this isn't super personalized. Uh, but it's um, she's just aping off of what Jyla's set up. Okay. Cool. So as the two ships fly past each other, as I said, they both turn broadside and there's just like a brief but very bright and flashing exchange of laser fire. All of your ships hit true. And um, I would say on all of you, you get an indication indicating that your shields have been reduced by 75%. Okay. So I would say like a little light display on the panel in front of Jyla like flashes um, with like a little bar. Cool. All right, and now we're back around into combat. <clears throat> All right, so seeing how... Uh, I also, by the way, I, I, I changed something in the chip combat document that I think makes more sense. I changed captain's chair to communications. I think that makes sense okay. that anybody could use it, theoretically. Yeah, that's fine. And that's all it was really used for anyway, was to communicate with the other ships. I think that makes better sense as a name. Okay. So anyway, uh, seeing how negotiation didn't work, um, Malcolm's going to move back to the helm. And he is going to uh, try to, um, I think he's going to try to avoid damage. He is going to try to um, okay. maneuver the ship, like do some clever clever piloting to uh, evasively maneuver around the enemy's fire and just try to try to give ourselves a better chance of surviving. Okay, sounds good. What is that based? Oh, that's a uh, helm is cool. Okay. That is a 10. Uh, okay, cool. So you are successful. You are very good at piloting your ship and are pinwheeling and spiraling through space in a way that makes it impossible to land hits well. Um, I was going to say that Sully, realizing that like they're not actually fighting people, like his weird for- or cosmic senses are like off because like he can't like actually feel anything. So I think he was going to try to um, assist the captain with like making them more evasive, like focus it more in like... Like what he's doing at the science array and stuff like more inward and like how they can like make themselves move faster or more like erratically and stuff. Okay. Or you could also, this is something that happened in um, 
that 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 has been done in Star Trek before is like you set up sensor ghosts where you trick the other ships into thinking that we're somewhere else or something like that. Yeah, like stuff like that. Okay. Um that that will be well, is this what is sorry, it's sharp or what's sensory array? Where is the sensor one? Uh sensor array is cool or weird. Science terminal is sharp. Um I think this I, whichever it is, I I've hit a mix of sets. Either seven or an eight if it's cool or weird. Okay. It doesn't really matter. So I I set up, I help us be more evasive. Uh, okay. So is that another avoid damage roll? Is nope, that what that, that is? that would be a status effect of, uh, we'll say, evasive. Okay. Or we'll say evasive ghosts. So now, like, next turn, if you did evasive maneuvers again, you could probably use that. Yeah. To give you a plus one. Technically, he could use it this turn as well, but he doesn't need to because he already got a full success. Here's another question. Like, when we spend those tags... Do they go away? They stay. They stay. They stay. Okay. Until I spend a hard move to get rid of them. To, oh, to remove trouble. Yes. Got it. Jyla and Vika. Yeah, so we're firing again. I think, dang, I'm rolling well today. That is a 13. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Man, you're wasting all these good rolls on I a know. practice session. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think Jyla kind of waits for a break in Mal's um, evasive maneuvering until we like pull up flanking them and waits to fire then okay sounds good and what does vi do so uh vi you said the shields are down to 75 percent, right on your ship on, yes. on, our, on ship. our ship yes on our ship um so vi definitely has a specific monitor set up for all of the subsystems and where they're at so she can see what the different levels are in case she has to jump out of the uh gun cockpit mm-hmm um and she's like okay 75% is fine we can keep going uh so she takes another shot uh and that is an 8 yeah so that is a mixed success yep okay so we still do 3 damage but that's another hard move that comes yes. against us yeah well and but if it's damage it's halved right so actually in this case you only do 2 damage cuz you have so you're well hmm no, okay, so you'll, you'll do three damage. I'm fine with that. Right at that moment, you guys are dodging and weaving, avoiding enemy fire. And in one moment, Malcolm opens you guys up perfectly for an attack, right? Both of you fire and the shields of the enemy ship drop. But right at that moment, they manage to squeeze off one hit, which drops your guys' shields completely. Dang it. Which okay. has now exposed your subsystems to begin taking damage. That's, that's with the half damage? Yes, Okay. However, um, you can see that one of the shots that you fired into the enemy ship has left like a glowing purple like hole in it. You know, like it's like you can see light emitting from it on like the purple shell of the ship indicating where the hit was. So you know that you have done damage to their ship as well. Like to one of their subsystems? Yes. Do we know what subsystem was hit? So... Um, for information like that, you can find out, but you just have to make like an investigate roll basically. And it, it functions just like an investigate roll. Would that take our entire turn? It would take a turn. Yeah. It takes a turn, but you can learn how many hit points the enemy ship has, 
what subsystems it has, questions ah, like that. Okay, I think I have an idea. What does that get us? Like, because because we can't target subsystems, what? It, it's literally just like you could be in the middle of a fight with a ship and go, well, we only have two hit points left and they might have 10 or they might have one. Okay. And Or you could go, we hit them. Do they now not have guns? We don't know. Uh, okay. So it's, it's literally just to give you information on the fight that it would be impossible to know otherwise. Okay. Okay, I'm uh, I'm adding a new move under sensor ray that I think will make sense with this. So I'll work on that. What is the new move under sensor ray? Uh, investigate enemy ship. Um, yeah, that's fine. It can be. So the reason I wasn't going to associate it with one area is just so that way I could, we could put it under multiple areas. Yeah, it's fine either way. It, it would just be so that way if the sensor ray gets hit, you could still investigate the other ship. But it kind of makes sense for you not to be able to do that, too. So I'm fine with it. I, I'm cool with it being taken offline because, like, if the guns are out offline, we can't shoot still. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. Woo, homebrewing. <laughs> so question. In our in our new uh, way of doing combat, we cannot get the shields back up, right? Your sh- yes, right. Like, they right. are down, down. You can okay. repair a subsystem, but your shields are not a subsystem. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Also, during that approach where you guys kind of flanked them for a moment, opened them up to fire... You were successful in doing damage to them. They did a little bit of damage back at you, but they now are kind of able to track that type of motion. Like they get that type of maneuvering. So they now have a, so you guys now have a negative status of predictable maneuvering. Okay. So like you guys did one very specific maneuver to line up that broadside. They now know to expect that. Okay. So that means that Mal would be taking a minus one, right? Yes. Okay. Unless one of us does something to remove it. Okay. Correct. But that uh, we still have the plus one from Sully's thing, right? Yep. Yep. So if you guys look, there is a, there's a thing called like ship spreadsheet. Yeah. That's where I'm keeping track of all of this. If you w- want to be able to see it. Yeah. It That's been great to follow. Yeah. Okay. I put that new move that I created under helm gunnery station, sensor ray and science terminal. I think those are the ones that make the most sense. Okay. To be able to sense how the other ship's doing okay sounds good i I basically put it as um anything seven plus you basically learn how much health the ship has and what subsystems are offline but the gm can make a hard move if it's nine or lower right yeah that's fine and there's something we can play with whatever what's everybody doing okay i think what malcolm is gonna do seeing that they seem to have figured out his um his movement pattern he's gonna try to change it he's going to try to remove some trouble by making his by making his uh his move pattern Less predictable. Um, and can I can I use that plus one from Sully's advantage? Yes. I would say him making like radar ghosts on their system would help you not maneuver so predictably. Okay. And that would be that's an eight. So I remove that I remove that status of predictable movement. Okay. Yeah, so basically what I would imagine this looking like is you are now like flying where you can see like random copies of your ship appearing and disappearing on their radar. It's like you're connecting the dots between those. So like your ship is almost fully disappeared from their radar because it's like traveling to point to point where they're getting these random ghosts. <clears throat> yeah, and I, yeah, I imagine I like keep flying through those sensor ghosts. Yeah. But then like right when we line up, the sensor ghost goes one way, I go the other way, and there's no way for them to tell which was which. Yeah. Sully wants to boost the power that are going to end, or not engines, um, weapons. Okay. I will say that that would create a status of overcharged. So I got, um, 
This would be sharp. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. So the way this looks is you just see Sully unplug one aux cable, <laughs> shift it down three rows, plug it in. And all of a sudden, like all the readouts like on Jyla and Vika's thing, like say like 150% power. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking I like the idea of... Um... So since you got 10 plus, like there's no bad thing that happens. But if it was like a mixed success, I like the consequence of that potentially being that you pulled power away from another subsystem and damaged it. Uh, well, no. <laughs> oh, I was I was going to say um, the, the thing I was thinking for that was the negative status would have been overcharged. He damaged your guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that does happen is like he's sitting in like what is I'm assuming the science and sensor array are in the med bay because that's where all the other science happens. Oh, you're not you're not on the bridge with me. I mean, I'm sad now i thought we were being buddy buddy <laughs> you guys are all skyping each other it's fine i mean we can be but i was gonna say like he's sitting in the med bay and he switches that like that thing and all of a sudden like all the lights except for a small little desk lamp go out in the room <laughs> as he diverts all of the power for the med bay into i like that the engines <laughs> so if you'd prefer i can be on the bridge and all of the power on the bridge <laughs> <laughs> Except for a desk lamp goes out. And I imagine, so like in Jyla and Vi's um, <coughs> little pods, like the readouts are really bright and flashing. And I imagine Jyla's fairy lights like just start flickering. I feel like this has happened before. And there's like a little like a disco ball or something <laughs> yes. that comes. Like there's extra powers of the disco ball yes. that just starts spinning. I love that so, so much. Woo, thanks for the juice, Doc. Uh, just get us out of this, Jyla Mavek. I would prefer not to be uh, killed today. It seems like a bad day to die. <laughs> Won't uh, happen today, Doc. I got you covered. Uh, you guys you guys remember that uh, this is just a simulation, and he basically, Gristle basically told us that we're going to fail. Hey, stop ruining the mood. Hey, uh, Gristle also said to treat this like a real encounter, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, so I plan to follow that order. So I rolled a nine plus one for overcharged would put me at a ten. Uh, yes, correct. Cool. Meanwhile, Vika rolled a five. Oh, oh no, no, and that still only becomes a six. Yeah. Okay, so that's just another hard move. Yep. But that was also a failure to hit, right? Yes. So no, no damage. Uh, we just get damage. Jyla, which gun are you on again? I am on the subsystem one, the system damage one. Okay. The ships are again lining up as they hop and jump around. The enemy ship is trying to figure out which copy of your ship it is. Mm -hmm. Eventually, though, what it realizes is that, like, all of the ghost ships kind of move in a certain rhythm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a beat to it, like the cycle of the computer. Yeah. And it sees you guys, for your real ship, momentarily turn the wrong way and immediately locks on and starts firing. And that jolt from getting hit, one... Knocks a system offline, or at least damages a system. Okay, which is determined by a dice roll, right? Oh no! It is determined by a dice roll on me. And at the point where they like hone in on you, they really hone in on you and completely destroy your sensor array, knocking it offline as they hammer you with fire. Oh. So do we lose the tag associated with that then? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Okay. No. Oh, well, actually, though, you do, because they figured out the, their other hard move is removing that thing of evasive ghost. Okay. Got it. Because they figure out how to now 
even even if those ghosts are still there, they know how to figure out which one you are. They've zeroed in on you at this point. I, th- I think narratively it makes sense that since they also damaged the sensor ray, that those ghosts are just gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> the ghosts are gone anyways, so it doesn't matter. Narratively, it makes sense. <laughs> um, you know, that might not be a bad rule to have, is that whatever subsystem made the tag, if that tag, if that subsystem goes offline, you lose you lose the bonus. That makes sense. I actually like that rule. Does everyone else agree? That just means that when we when we put down a status effect, we have to put like in parentheses what we have to keep track of where it came yeah. from. Yeah, overcharge came from the science station. Right. Um. Okay. And your ship has taken two damage. Would 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 that status automatically come back when the system's repaired? Mm, I don't think so. I think you just lose it. Okay. I think it's fair because it it gives meaning to knocking out stuff like sensor array and captain's chair and like stuff like that that it didn't have before. Like knocking out the guns like has That's a meaningful obvious. effect. Yeah. yeah. Where it prevents you from doing something and it also like is meaningful above and beyond just like taking stuff away it feels like i don't know i'm explaining this poorly i like it no i, I like it i think it's a good idea i just added it i just added a line in that says any status any statuses associated with an offline subsystem are lost yep yep okay everyone tell me what you're doing uh vi is gonna hit her uh communicator real quick doc you want me to come fix that Oh, I think I can handle this. Uh, You keep on the guns and stop us from being hit again while I patch this together. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Um, Sully will try to rewire the sensor array, basically. So, like, because it's just, like, a giant switchboard, or these two things are, like, more, like, giant switchboard and utilitarian, like, there are obvious workarounds that you can do. It's not, like, a complicated thing, necessarily. You know, like, it's, like, it's, like, a circuit that has, like, four different parallel circuits that all do exactly the same thing so he just has to switch it over and he gets uh wait is repair what's repairing a system what do i have what do i use smarts smarts is it always smarts i think i'm gonna go with it always being smarts well it's a 10 okay okay so the the way you have it in the in the page right now is that each each subsystem has a has an associated attribute but repair is always going to be smart or sharp yeah I think repair almost should not even be listed underneath the subsystem. It, it's its own separate action that is always smarts, I think makes the most sense to me. That makes sense. Yeah. I could I could see if you wanted to argue it being cool on the engine since it's like a nuclear power reactor and it's under pressure if something... I think smart is... Yeah, we, we can decide whether repair under pressure is cool or smarts, but we'll move on for right now. It, it should be one or the other for all of them, though, I think. All right. Captain Malcolm, what you doing? Your ship is all now showing green, all subsystems back online. Again, seeing that the enemy seems to have figured out his um, movement, he is he's going to give up on the creative flying for now and just try to uh, try to present an angle to the ship that reduces the damage taken. Like he's he's going to find where oh, our shields yeah. are the strongest and try to, or not necessarily the shields, but like try to present like the hardest target to hit. Um, in an attempt to an attempt to avoid damage, sure. Or like he like faces the cargo bay towards them, so even if they hit us, it's just yeah, right, right, right. Like this is where the bulkheads are the thickest. We'll yep, get hit there. Exactly. That is an eleven. No, I did math wrong. That's a nine. Okay, so you managed to do that, but basically what you're doing is presenting one part of your ship to extra damage. So we'll discuss what that means when they start firing on you. Well, I mean, I was t- uh, trying to avoid damage. Right, no, I know. It won't be extra damage. It'll be something else. Okay. All right. Um, so Jyla is going to 
give them hell. <laughs> That's right. Uh, she's going to deal damage, but call over to Vika and ask, do you want to take out some of that incoming fire, Vi, or keep doing them damage? Up to you. I think you can keep doing damage to the ship. I'll do the avoid damage this time. Perfect. Sounds good. So yeah, with avoid damage from the guns, what you're basically doing is trying to shoot their projectiles out of the air. That is going to be a nine. Okay. Seven. When you guys both turn back towards each other from some very smart flying from Captain uh, Malcolm or Captain Mal, only non-essential parts of the ship take fire. However, you do take quite a bit of damage despite the fact that Vika is managing to take out any like stray rounds that might have hit something essential. But this does mean that just like your ship has kind of been knocked off balance because it's basically been getting like sledgehammered, but only in non-essential places, which is going to give you the negative effect of off kilter. Which will mechanically do what to us? It's a negative one that I can apply to one of your rolls if I think it applies. Okay. Basically, it's it works the so the negative status effects are the same as positive status effects, except I kind of decide when you guys have to deal with the fact that you have this negative status effect that your sure. ship has been like knocked off its axis by this last pass. Yeah, kind of like in City of Mist, where the GM can call in a weakness on a player. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Cool. Can I go take care of that off kilter? I want to recalibrate the engine thrust. Um, you can, but first I also have to say that. Uh, during this last exchange, Jyla did manage to shoot down the enemy's vessel. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were successful in doing damage, right? Yes. So so the way this worked out was they basically, you guys both basically just flew straight at each other. Oh. Uh, just absorbing damage as like all like subtext of maneuvering and um, dodging was lost and their ship lost that. Okay. Um, so we like played chicken. Your ship. Essentially. Yeah. Your ship practically took no damage. Like, maybe, like, a lot of rounds hit it. It just didn't do any actual harmful damage to the ship. Because Vika was shooting them down. Right. But their ship was destroyed. Woo! That's one for the honor. So, it shatters into luminescent purple little shards. As it says, level complete. Thanks for listening to this unorthodox episode of Gamer Noob. You can find us at any of our social media in the description. Outlaws Wanted is a homebrewed version of Powered by the Apocalypse. Until next time, Wanderers. Wanderers.